All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions. Welcome to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, sitting with Jake Taraf, the Satori Mortgage. How's it going, Jake? Good. How are you doing, Steve? Good. Ready for a new show? All right. Uh, starting with the mortgage Opportunity to talk about mortgage. That's what we're here for. <laughs> All right. Our first uh, Mortgage Buzz article here today is uh, from Mortgage News Daily and CNBC. Uh, 5% mortgages are good for first-time home buyers, experts say, uh, with the rent versus home. Um, so... I put this on the mortgage buzz. This was a video I saw, I think it was today or yesterday when I was show prepping. And he kind of made a good point. The The point is, is that, you know, 5% is pretty average, if not kind of low on the historic side. I, you got to mm-hmm. take out like the gold standard and, you know, a long, long time ago with the 18% rates. I don't think we'll see that. But, you know, he kind of made a point at that, like, you know, 5%, it's, it's a good rate because, yeah, you'll have a chance to refinance, but if you get in at like three percent um, or three and a half or, or really low, then you know you kind of get skewed as of like the true cost of home ownership. And I mean, it's it's a different take, but I I I can definitely see it. I think five percent is it. It's still a really good number. Um, and you know, as always, you know, like we always say on the show, is it's if you're going to rent or buy it it's really should be a personal decision you know yeah. somewhat finance obviously you know but really it's you know it's it's kind of two different lifestyles yeah and i, I think this, the big thing with that is the don't have the mentality of well rates were 4 a year ago so now i don't want to buy a home because mm-hmm. they're 5% now that's not really the right take maybe if you want to be renting still that is but just because rates were better a year ago i don't want to buy a home that does doesn't seem to be the best way to approach things. Yeah, absolutely. And like we say, it's, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle choice. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, 5%, it's, you know, rates are there now, um, as we talked about last week and rates are probably only going to go up. Um, hopefully, I mean, if they go down a lot, that means that, you know, the economy kind of, kind of skid out. So, I mean, you know, I guess my retirement hopes it goes up. I think everybody does. So, yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, we got the American Housing and Economic Mobility Act of 2018 from Elizabeth Warren. Okay, so this is kind of ties into uh, God, a few months ago that kind of buns together, but we talked about the uh, housing affordability and how um, you know, especially for seniors, people on fixed incomes, housing starting to get you know in certain areas of the country. It basically unaffordable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's driving, you know, it's driving a lot of uh, moderate to low income people out. Um, and, and she, you know, she she is proposing a bill that would help, um, you know, help basically build new housing. That's you know that's what would be called kind of, you know, the cost would be fixed on it. Um, I know Minneapolis has a great program where they do some. Um, you know they'll do teardowns on older houses, and then they'll they only will sell them, and the only people that can buy them are people with income restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a great program, um, you know, and she's kind of trying to take steps to address it. You know, um, I guess it kind of ties into our article if it will happen or not. What's our next article? 
All right. So our next article here is uh, Congress has not passed a housing-related law. Yeah. So that kind of ties into this one. They're they're kind of together, and um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's too many pressing housing issues going on. At right least now. in terms of Congress's opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and we're a car, you know, Elizabeth Warren's obviously you know not a Republican. As well, so I mean, I would say the chances of you know really anything outside of you know we've we've touched on some you know where they're trying to undo certain certain safe laws and other things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I would say that you know that it's probably very unlikely that you know anything with affordability or act or anything like that will get passed. It's yeah, it's definitely going to have to give some givens and stuff like that, some give and take to get uh, some uh support on the other side probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it seems you know, I I obviously watch the news for housing stuff. I'm sure you do too, especially even mm -hmm. for the show, but even just, you know, in for the industry knowledge and stuff and yeah, I don't see anything really on the radar as far as, you know, uh, that would affect anything. There's some state stuff with loan officer stuff, but really outside of that, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, I can't think of a law off the top of my head. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be too high on their issues list right now is uh, the unaffordability issue at the moment. Yeah, which, you know, it's hopefully, hopefully, like I said, I, you know, I, I don't know if it necessarily needs to be like a, a national thing. I think national is good, but, you know, it can also start with the local programs. Like I said, like, you know, Minneapolis has, has great programs. Um, I know St. Paul does. Ramsey County offers it. Dakota County, you know, the majority of the seven counties in the metro area and also, too, we do a lot of business in Florida. They all offer these, you know, great, great programs. Um, so, you know, I think it helps there will come down from the, you know, from the federal government, who knows, but, you know, at least, at least, you know, at least it is getting addressed and there, there is options. Yep. And, and that goes back to making the plan, you know, talk to your loan officer. They're, they're going to have ideas of what may be available on the local state or national level that mm -hmm. you can take advantage of. Absolutely. And also two counties. You know, housing counties, how, every county has a housing, you know, housing department. Mm -hmm. Their people are really, really nice. Um, they can always point you in the right direction, you know, and yeah. What's our, next? Our uh, next article here is talking about the six most valuable home improvements. All right. So we snag this out of, uh, let's see, realtor.com. Um, all right. And so we get this question a lot. Um, I do. And I know, you know, I, I've, I know real, real estate agents actually touch on it quite a bit. But, you know, we actually get, you know, a lot when we go in and do appraisals, people ask me, you know, like, what can I do to improve my home value? Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not necessary for resale. I mean, I think this kind of goes to resale. But, you know, I thought it was, that was interesting um, article. So what's our first one? Uh, we got doing an upscale garage door replacement. Jake, what do you think about that? Uh, it's actually a surprising one to me. It is. Um, you know, reading it real quick, I, you know, it somewhat kind of makes sense. The curb appeal, I think, would be the reason for it. Exactly. You know, and I, I think this kind of goes into maybe a more better for listing rather than appraisal. But, you know, I guess I could see that. I mean, you know, it's it's one of the, depending on where your garage is, I suppose, Um it is one of the first things they see. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely that uh, curb appeal. And when you're looking to sell your home, that could be something that definitely um, really captures the eye and attention of mm -hmm. your property is having a, a nice garage door. Absolutely. All right. What's our next one? 
Uh, we got uh, manufactured stone veneer on exterior. Ooh, so another one that I yep I, I, not on my list that I would have thought before reading oh. this. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you know it's it, it says booster curb appeal. That's your word right there. Um, yeah, I mean, I I I I like stone. I don't. I know. I think when rocks are like in pillars and stuff, it looks cool. Yeah, the, definitely the ones that have the the stone and stuff definitely have a nice look to them. Again, the curb appeal. I mean, I I don't know my my exterior is brick, but I mean, I I definitely yeah right. The first two are definitely when you drive by, it makes your house look better. Mm-hmm. Once our third, uh, wood deck edition. Absolutely. Um, I always I always kind of get a giggle when you go by the 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 housing developments that were built and people have no decks on the back of their house just the, the one board <laughs> sitting the there story, just like, yeah you, you know and the, this and, is where the deck will go at, at some point <laughs> they're doing it you know especially in a state like minnesota like when you know you and you have the the grilling season supposedly like it's mm-hmm. yeah i think decks are huge utility um, of it. it it's something that you can use a little more of the year uh i know that over by my parents house over in st michael uh the Bugs are really crazy that uh, that having the the deck versus being on like a patio on the ground mm-hmm. gets it so you don't have the bug issue. No, absolutely. I think it's a huge thing. What's next? Uh, we got the kitchen. Absolutely. Um, modern, you know, modernizing the kitchen is a great tool. Mm-hmm. It, it helps in all aspects. Uh, what's next? We got to get moving here. Uh, siding and vinyl window replacements. All I know is window replacements are really expensive. Yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I guess that goes into the stone as well, right? It's a curb appeal. Nice new windows look good, especially if you haven't, you know, if you hadn't gotten them in a lot. Energy time. efficiency is another big part of windows as well. If mm-hmm. you're, you got older windows, you're going to let in. Yeah, they may lot. pay for themselves. You yep. know, there's there's ob- there's also energy credits you can get. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I just know windows are expensive because my dad just got them. Yeah, they can be very expensive, definitely. And our final? Uh, the bathroom remodel. I would say this is an oldie but goodie. Um, I think between the bathroom and the kitchen, I think those are probably the two most used places. Yeah, that... we talked about curb appeal. That's the inside appeal. Yep, exactly. And those are generally the two places that people that actually live in the house use the most. So, mm-hmm. While well, I hear the music, again, we're Stephen Jake from Story Mortgage, and we'll be back after the break. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. 
Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Find a wide selection of outdoor hearth products at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Whether you prefer wood or gas, Woodland Stoves has the fire to fit your home. Pizza aficionados know nothing matches masonry oven baking for capturing flavor and nutrition. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces can easily install one in your home or business. Enthusiasts use these ovens year-round for bread making, wood roasting, even grilling. The mission and passion of Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is to make the fire work for you. The way humans relate to fire is primordial. We have used fire to warm our bodies, cook our meals, and kindle our spirits. Our team has the know-how to do this in a clean burning and environmentally smart way. Visit our store and experience the diversity. We have over 35 working units on display at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin. See us online at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that fits and works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Welcome back to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, Senior Jake Giraffe from Satori Mortgage. How you doing, Jake? Good. Let's get on to our question Part and two, answers. Part two, question and answers from Realtor clients, Google, you name it. All right. Our first one here is from Pat at Remax. What are the best home rehab loans on the market? All right, Pat. Uh, so there is, when it comes to rehab, you know, this is pretty much somebody that wants to buy an existing structure and add you know, do a construction project on it. Um, I always say, you know, if you find the location you want, but you want to add, you know, you want to bring it up to 2018 house, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's conventional products that allow you to put as little as 5% down. Um, you know, they're they're through Fannie Mae, um, their home styles. There's also an FHA product that's really, really common called the FHA 203K. Um, and, you know, that's a standard FHA loan. Um, you know, with your conventional loan, you're going to have, it depending on obviously your loan to value, but you're going to have mortgage insurance that's going to be based off your credit score. Or the FHA, you're going to, you know, have mortgage insurance that is, you know, standard FHA. You're you're financing 1.75 up top. So, you know, they have, they both have, you know, strengths and weaknesses, obviously, like anything. Um, you know, and again, what we say is come in, talk to us, figure it out, you know. Let us look at everything, and then, you know, we can present two options. As far as, like, the structural stuff of the loan, um, you know, they both kind of offer, you know, similar things. I I think, 
you can do a little bit more with a full 203k than you can with the home style but i mean they're pretty similar again it's you know it's really based off of need and and you know borrow profile yeah and one of the things we like to say with using these rehab loans for purchasing a home is it's about the location you can use these loans. You find the perfect location, but the house needs updates or has some problems. You can use these loans to purchase that home and build into what you really want. Yeah, they're really underused in the market, um, especially a market like today. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of, in my in my experience, a lot of the agents that I've worked with have bad taste in their mouths because, you know, they they they're a little bit more. There's there's a lot more variables that could go wrong. Um, so you know, definitely that's. You know, you have to have people, you know, you have to be willing to, to lose. Um, you know, sometimes that's that's a hard thing to swallow. Um, you know, you have to, you know, that's your bid. You know, I've had one where they're putting $150,000 on a huge remodel and the bid comes in, you know, low, uh, you know, the housing. And next thing you know, you're kind of like, okay, well, that was a waste of time. Yep. Um, you know, so that's, it's, you got to be willing to gamble. Yep. I think the, the really nice thing about this too is it just opens up another part of the market. Right now, with it being, you know, seller's market and stuff like that, it the turnkey starter homes, you're going up against a ton of people. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. if you're going into a property that uh, you know maybe is a bit of a fixer upper, this gives you an opportunity to maybe get a little bit better deal. Yep. And it also works, you know, also too, we we have tons of platforms as well. So it's, it, you know, we're a little bit different than, you know, going through like a major bank or something. You know, we have a lot of outlets and we, we've done a lot of these. So I definitely, if you're an agent, I wouldn't be scared of them, you know, and if you're a buyer, wouldn't, you know, I, it's definitely an option. I, I personally think it's a great option. I don't think people use it enough, but again, you know, there's, there's variables in it that I can see that's not for all. Mm-hmm. And our next question here is from Ryan and Lynn Haven. Is buying a new construction different process than buying an existing home? All right. So Ryan is, he's a client. He's buying a home down in Lynn Haven, which is about to get hit by a hurricane today. Um, so hopefully the house is there. Um, a new construction is pretty similar, I would say. Uh, the the one big thing is is that you need, um, you know, a CO, a Certificate of Occupancy, before you can move into the house, before they'll actually fund it. Um, but as far as the appraisal process and stuff, if you're buying a home that was already built by the builder, um, it's pretty similar. You know, there, there's a couple different things on the loan end that, you know, the, the actual buyer and agent won't even know. But, yeah, it's, it's very similar. Okay. It just has to be done. Okay. I've had that a lot where the house isn't done. That's that's a very common problem. It's kind of just, important. Just like the rehab loans, you know, like there's there's other variables. One of the biggest variables is well, you know, if if the weather if the weather, you know, certain things, you know, don't cooperate, you know, you, you might be able to push you know, you might have a month delay. So mm-hmm. that's that's just new construction. Yep. Yep. Very important part of the process is getting things done. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next question here is from Ross and Edina. What is the best way to finance a home remodel? So Ross is looking to upgrade his basement, um, and we were talking, and he's just very curious. You know, we're going into the rehab loans where, you know, you have the Fannie Mae product and you have, you know, FHA product. And, you know, I recommend those for probably grander scale, um, bigger projects. You know, for him, he's looking at, you know, pulling out a little equity and maybe maybe a $10,000 project. Um, and you know, for him, it's probably a home equity line of credit is probably the best option. You know, we're, we're, 
we're not the source for them, but I, you know, we, we definitely work with vendors and partners that can, can, you know, can put you in touch with people. But, you know, I, it's one of those broad questions, right? Where it's, it, it all depends on like what you're doing. Yep. You Your know, situation. what the scale is, yep. you know, and, and the best, best thing is to sit down with one of us, say, this is what I want to do. Um, I've seen some pretty extreme things being done. So, you know, I mean, if you want to put hundred, $200,000 on your house, like it's, it's definitely possible. And I, I've done it and, you know, but the first step is to sit down with us and, you know, we'll show you all the options. And even if we aren't the best option, if I know another one, you know, we, we definitely encourage, you know, you people to take the best option. Yep, absolutely. And then there's also the cash out refinance is another way of, uh, d- of financing those costs as well. Correct. You know, and a lot of times on those, I, I would tell somebody to, you know, to, we just had, we had one, um, in Minneapolis where, you know, I just told them to, to kind of take out a personal loan, a higher interest loan and kind of do what they wanted to be done. And then we, we refinanced it. Um, cause it was kind of an urgency thing, you know, but the same thing is, is if, you know, if you want to, you know, with, with that, you're, you're fixing your payment. So that's, that's, what people like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and for some people, $10,000, you know, it works for $10,000, other people, you know, for $10,000 to, to give up your, your 3.875 rate, you know, yep. it's probably not the best option. So, yep. and it's one of those things too, if you have some home equity and you, you know, you got the credit card bills, you know, you can do consolidation yeah. as well as taking cash yeah, out. And that, so you that can one do is we kind of just, we knocked on everyone, you mm-hmm. know, and it was, it saved the people quite a bit of money and, you know, everybody was happy, but like we always say, you know, everybody's kind of a snowflake and you don't really know until, you know, you talk to somebody. Yep, absolutely. Our next question here is from Chow in St. Paul. Is there higher closing costs with a rehab loan? There is. Uh, generally, your rates are going to be a little bit higher. Um, as we talked about, the mortgage insurance isn't too much higher, especially on the FHA, that's standard. On the conventional, it's a little bit. But, you know, it goes into what are you going to do with the rehab loan? Are you are you looking at a, a fifth? Are you looking at under twenty grand? Are you looking at something bigger? Um, there's there's HUD consultants. There is final inspection fees. There's generally, like we said, generally a higher rate. So yeah, you, your closing costs are probably going to be about a percent higher. Okay. You know, if you budget a percent, then you know that's that's probably. A pretty good accurate number, but yeah, your bottom line is definitely going to be a little bit heavier with these because there's just more more moving parts. Yep, exactly, and there's more risk in it, and you're giving up a little bit higher costs for the flexibility of uh, financing options if you're doing the purchase with uh, the remodel, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next question here is from Pat at Remax. How long does an FHA 203K loan take to close? I always say 60 days. Um I've seen them close in 45 days, um, but generally, you know, it goes into the planning stage, like we always say. Uh, and if you give yourself 60 days, I generally you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, again, it all depends on the property. Um, you know, is there mold? Is there not mold? Is you know, did you just remove a closet and find? You know, it all depends on the the project and mm-hmm. and you know what what the appraiser and the bid are going to line up to. Really, the tr- the trick is 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 syncing the appraisal with the the bid and making those numbers work. After that, I mean, it's pretty you know it, it goes pretty much like a traditional loan. Um, I would say we close most of them in forty five days, but you know, I definitely sixty days never never hurt nobody. Yep, absolutely. All right, our last question here is from Ryan and Lynn Haven. How do I start the home rehab loan process? 
All right, so when you're looking at doing a rehab loan, the number one step is what? Talk to the loan officer. There you go. Is to come in and talk to us, you know, figure out, you know, like what, what do you want to do? Do you want to do the rehab loan? Are you looking at the new construction? In his case, he decided to buy a new construction. Um, you know, and maybe it's the, a project you want to do. Um, maybe it's, you know, you want to add a bedroom. Maybe you want to add a garage. Get, you know, one of those new nice new garage doors. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, update the bathroom, um, but you know basically how you start any loan process with us is you sit down, you know through the internet, through the phone, however, however you can do it. I mean, I'm starting to do text messages now. Yep, and we've sure. also uh, we've sure done FaceTime's these on its way. Yeah, sit down with somebody that's done them before that knows what they're doing and knows the people that could help you as well. And, yep, and just start, you know, make a checklist and start going. Well. All right, well, that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm Steve Conklin with Satori Mortgage. All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.